There's no need for a koi table setting on today's episode. Disney parks, like so many other things, were shut down and then reopened in a limited capacity in 2020 due to the global COVID-19 pandemic. Now, with the vaccination numbers on the rise and a light slowly glowing larger at the end of the tunnel, this week on Slice of Disney, Pandemic at the Parks. Welcome to Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell. And I'm your co-host, Will Lentz, casual Disney-goer and real-life someone who will begrudgingly admit he is looking forward to going back to the parks. (laughs) But not until I feel completely comfortable with it. (laughs) I've that This is another moment where I feel like the episode could have started with... Tonight's episode is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. <laughs> That's true. It does. Um, it is a unique episode. It is. So this is definitely a timely episode, um, but something that we have to talk about. We obviously talk about little tidbits throughout all of our episodes since we did start the podcast Slice of Disney in the middle of the pandemic. Um But the COVID-19 pandemic has completely changed everyone's life. Understatement. I know. I don't, I don't, I don't really. No, but there's no other way to say it. I'm in the most just like Disney way, not in terms of, we're not going to go into my mental state today. Uh, (laughs) Just in terms of my Disney. I'm used to going to the parks once a week. It was my way to reset. It was my way to just be in touch with, I feel like my truest form, Uh, this little kid that like runs around and has a great time. And I also love rides and um, being overly stimulated. So I miss that. But I have not been one of those people who was comfortable enough to go to Disney World. Nothing wrong if you have, especially after uh, today. Um, We got to talk to people who have been to the parks already. Um, We talked to cast members that uh, were working during the pandemic. So we got more of a perspective on what it's like to be at Disney World during this time. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that we wanted to uh, convey too is like, we don't have the answers here. The only thing that we we were trying to do is like, you know, we wanted to sort of aggregate the experiences that we've heard, talk through a little bit of sort of what the timeline um, for the parks were like, um, and some of the uh, decisions that Disney, the company made that we were not super thrilled about, um, including all the layoffs and furloughs, um, and then also provide, you know, a little transparency into sort of what what you could expect um, if you did decide to go to Disney World uh, in the coming months. Um, so yeah, we wanted to take some time and uh, sort of let you all know some of the stuff that we've been able to figure out. Um, so maybe there can be a more clear picture as to uh, the, the state of Disney World right now. Right. And this is not our individual experiences. Um, we are have not been, even though after this, I really want to go. I know like, we're so close to getting the vaccine, so I am going to wait. But I'm listening to people talk and I'm like, uh, but then, okay, well, maybe I could... Uh. You know. <laughs> sure, I felt that way, and I don't even want to go. <laughs> oh, uh, I have to tell you this. So I got a comment from a listener. Okay. That was that it seems like Will has been a little soft lately, and that maybe Kelly has been chiseling away, 
at that hard shell and he's becoming a Disney lover. I will quit this podcast. <laughs> and you know I will do that. I, I was like, oh my God. Uh, and I, I had to wait until you know. Just because I'm nicer to you doesn't mean that I am uh, more of a Disney fan. Hmm, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, Will, when was the last time you were at the parks? Do you have any idea? I, I honestly don't know. I, I, it would have been for your birthday. So yeah, that would have been August 2019, right? It would have been. I liked that trip. It was very fun. Um, I killed one of my friends bringing them on the Pixar Pal Around because it's a it's a Ferris wheel that moves back and forth. And she, after that, she was like, I'm done riding rides. Bye. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that was one that I skipped out on that I think you thought I was like a little upset about not. And I was like, no, I just that. That like rocky uh, Ferris wheel looks, it looks intimidating to my stomach. And I said, no, thank you. <laughs> it is. Um, well, the last time I was there was the last time that Disneyland Resort was open. And I was very, I was nervous. I didn't go for very long because I was like, oh, I don't, you know, I went like at night and just for a couple hours. But already then they had been doing a lot of sanitizing, extra hand sanitizer stations, but we didn't know about masks at the time. So I was not wearing a mask. Bad job by Kelly. But I'll take you back even further. The first two parks to close were Hong Kong Disneyland and Shanghai Disneyland. They closed January 25th, 2020. The February 28th, Tokyo Disneyland Resort closed. Then on March 12th, the company announced that Disneyland, Disney World, and Disneyland Paris were going to be closed beginning March 15th for at least uh, at least till the end of the month. Um, this was the first time in history that all six parks were closed. I was wondering about that. Yeah. This is the longest that any park has ever been closed. Two days later, Disney announced that it was going to suspend its internship programs, including the college program and international programs, like the people who, you know, in Epcot who come over and get to work for a year or so. Then March 27th, the closures of the U.S. parks became indefinite. So doomsday for me. And it's weird to think back to that time, and I don't want to harp too long on COVID because we all are going through it and like, no, I don't, you know, but it's so strange to be thinking about that time period and how different my mindset was. Well, yeah, of course. And I mean, I think, I think I'm, I'm not sure if I've shared it on this podcast before, but um, I always think back to March 12th, I believe was the day when they uh, shut down the NBA. Um, it was the day when Tom Hanks said that uh, he had tested COVID positive. And it was also the day when me and a few of my friends went to Buffalo Wild Wings and then to go see The Way Back, the Ben Affleck movie. Um, and the reason I remember that is because it was like the last, because it was a thing where we're like, we're going to go and uh, get wings and go to the game, quote unquote, since it's a, a basketball movie. Uh, and as we were getting there, we were all like, should we even be doing this? This feels, it, it feels un like, we're, we're just unclear. And that was the first, you know, handful of, of weeks. Like you said, we don't want to spend too much time on it. But the first handful of weeks was just like, we don't really know what's going on. Um, who knows how long we're going to be in this whole thing. And so I think when they started to close these parks, that really sort of like drove it home for me, at least. Where it was like, oh, they're shutting the money down. Now we have a big, we have an issue. You were not alone in that. I think that was a big thing for a lot of people. It was like, oh, if Disney's shutting down, this is real. Because- yeah. Like the the money <laughs> and, yeah. and just the, you know, conglomerate that is Disney. Disney World, okay, just Walt Disney World employs 75,000 total workers and is the biggest single site employer in the United States. Wow, I didn't realize that. So they knew that they're going to have to give some people some unpaid leave 
And that sucks. I don't want to get into the politics of a lot of that because I don't think they handled it correctly. I don't know how I would have handled it, though, so I don't know what is correctly. I, I've never been in charge of a multi-billion dollar company. What? I know. This is shocking. <laughs> I thought I was <laughs> thought we was doing the show with a different Kelly Washington. I'm sorry. Um, so I I don't know. They, but we in talking to some of the cast members, uh, some are more hurt than others, it seems. Some's experiences of the furloughing was different than other people. But, but overall, not a great feeling. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's worth bringing up now also is that some of the cast members that we've talked to um obviously as you said were, were hurt but others were you know thankful too that in the in in the way that the furlough went they still were able to receive most of their benefits especially their health benefits without having to pay any extra costs um some of their like uh tuition reimbursement type stuff programs were still uh going on as well so you know it's not great I don't want people to lose their jobs, but no. it does seem like there are ways to, I mean, I've been let go and was given like a day's worth of pay and been like, all right, good luck uh, from companies before. And then I've had other ones that have been more supportive. Um, and so, you know, I think there's ways to go about doing it. You just made it sound like you lose your job a lot. <laughs> I mean, I work in the tech space, you know, <laughs> companies don't do well sometimes. That's true. You've had, um, you've worked for some companies that did not make it, but yeah. Um, but Disney could afford to support a little bit uh, during the furlough, and they did, and that, and that that should not be overlooked. I think that the furloughing that I think is very important is the 100% covered healthcare benefits until the foreseeable future. Yeah, especially in a pandemic. Especially during the pandemic. I have some friends who were let go a lot from restaurant jobs where that was their health insurance, and they no longer have health insurance. And that's so scary. Think You know, getting COVID is scary to think about them, but... None, you know, nonetheless, that is a good thing that Disney did. Uh, and if they were, like you said, paying for people to go to school, they're continuing that program. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, the reason that we decided not to have the cast members or guests come on as themselves is just to protect them. Not that anyone said anything negative. It's just better um, that they have their jobs and don't get in trouble because who knows. Um, so we're just going to relay the information. We took the notes and we recorded calls. So we're real journalists over here. Yes, this is very serious work. Yeah, I did. Uh, one time, I don't know if you saw this, but this was uh, must have been years and years and years ago. Uh, there was somebody that posted that he was excited that he started his new job at Google and like uh, on Reddit. And he like posted a picture of his like name badge or whatever, like with certain things obscured, but like not everything. Uh, and Google fired him. Oh my god! Yeah, so it's like you can never be too careful with people's employment. Yeah, um, so we just thought it was better just yeah to we we got to interview these people and now we're gonna tell you. Um. So yeah, so th there's a lot of different things going on in terms of um and them trying to figure out some of the union workers situations and over in Shanghai, they're reopening. So May 11, 2020, they decided to go ahead and reopen at 30% capacity and instituted a lot of social distancing measurements and temperature checks and sanitizer and plexiglass, all this kind of stuff. We've watched the videos. It looks safe, question mark, I guess. I, you know, it looked like they were doing a good job. Um, yeah. And we'll get into a little bit later what the precautions are that are in place now that you might run into at Disney World. Yes. Um, then May 20th. 
Florida decided to ease up on restrictions, allowing third parties to open at Disney Springs. Then Disney-owned shops opened May 27th, so not very long after. Mm-hmm. Because of that, Florida decided that Disney World could open Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom July 11th, and then Epcot and Hollywood Studios would follow July 15th. And I assume that this is uh, all with reduced capacity and, and, and certain like restrictions in place. Yes. What is different between Shanghai and Disney World is Shanghai gave the actual exact percentage of capacity. Disney World's been a little fluid with their numbers. And usually those are things that cast members do know is the exact number of occupancy and like how many people are in the parks. And they don't know that information right now. Interesting. I know. That I, sounds suspect. I know. I don't like that. Um, then uh, June 10th, 2020, Disneyland Resort in California announces that they have intentions to open and that they were going to open the downtown Disney district July 9th. My heart is happy. I'm soaring. I'm thinking things are going to get better. And then they decide that's a lie. Um, <laughs> so they decided that after... Checking out the situation, uh, California was still not going to open. On June 1st, Tokyo Disney uh, Shopping District opened. And the parks opened July 1st. Um, and then Disneyland Paris reopened July 15th, but closed again in late October when France had to go on their second lockdown. That's got to be so hard, the opening and closing and opening and closing. One of the cast members that we talked to works in food service, and that's been really hard. Uh, they, they work at Downtown Disney, and the opening and closing, you know, is really harmful for them because it's, you know, they, they assume they're going to get their job back, but they don't know because yeah. they're not bringing back everybody. And, you know, just the just how much work it is to open it with all of the the different precautions that Disney is taking. And then when you shut down, having to, you know, deal with the food, with with shutting it down, are they going to reopen? Do I have to look for other employment? It's a lot going on. Yeah, I mean, look, I, we're not we're not telling people anything they don't know uh, with with this kind of summation. But like, obviously, you can see that there's still a lot of uncertainty around uh, what's safe and what's not, and should we be open or should we not? And I, I'll say back when this was going on, when I first heard that some of these parks were going to be re reopening, um, I kind of assumed, oh, well, they must have something figured out because I think what would harm Disney more than anything is to reopen too early and have to shut back down because then everyone will think it's unsafe to go. Um, and I think I was wrong uh, because everybody <laughs> was just doing kind of the opening and closing thing and everyone said, well, I guess that's just our life now. So uh, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, just living in constant uh, world of unsure anxiety. It's real, real fun. It's great. Uh, it's great. Uh, um, <laughs> so in terms of more uncertainty, uh, September 29th, uh, Disney announced that they were going to be laying off 28,000 people in the United States due to the pandemic. And that that news hit very hard. Yeah. I mean, it's it. Look, it sucks. It's one of those things that, like, I don't know the numbers. You know, I, I, I don't know why they made those calls. And, I, you know, there is a certain uh, there there's a certain reality that um, businesses have to face when they make these types of decisions. Uh but at the same time, Disney seems to be so um, flush with cash. Disney Plus is doing so well um, that, and you know, we saw recently their stock has hit an all-time high. Uh, I don't know that you had to lay these people off, but I wasn't in the boardrooms, so 
I would prefer to see uh, continued support of the people that make uh, the experience of Disney so important to to the guests. But uh, that's the decision they made. And, and I'll be honest, I'll say it. I don't like it. <laughs> I No, I don't like it either. Something that you can do, there, uh, there's a group on Facebook for... Uh, cast members who have been furloughed that can put out their side hustles that if they make Disney oh, products cool. or whatever it is. So, uh, you know, if they have an Etsy or something. And so you can support them in that way during their time uh, not working. Um, I will make sure to have what the Facebook group is called by the end of the episode. If you would like to support cast members um, in a way, in a different way. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but I will look it up. So... To catch you up, um, again, these are I, these are things you probably know, but just wanted to kind of go through the timeline of everything. Um, California still has no known date of reopening, but January 11th, Orange County announced that Disneyland was going to become a massive COVID-19 vaccination site. Which is great. Love that. Love that. Um, but it is does not mean you're going to be getting your vaccine while riding Haunted Mansion. It just means you'll probably be in the parking lot. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> that's uh, my favorite part of Disneyland anyways, because it means I'm probably leaving. Boo. <laughs> Do you have a favorite parking lot? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I know uh, I, I answered that question Um in a manner that would suggest that it is ridiculous. Uh, and I know that some people out there do have favorite parking Yeah, lots. I do. <laughs> I stand by my <laughs> belief that it's ridiculous. <laughs> What's your favorite parking lot? Oh, you said you did, and now you're Yeah, pausing. well, now I'm questioning it. I don't know. You don't want to hurt the other parking lot's feelings. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this is true. Um, no matter what it is, it's not Toy Story Lot. I freaking hate Toy Story Lot. I don't, some people love it. I'm like, this in, it's a waste of time and it's annoying. Um, okay. What um, what goes into determining what your favorite parking lot is? Because I think like, there's probably people, a lot of people out there that are like me that are like, how could you have a favorite one? So uh, obviously closer is better, but okay. maybe not. I, we, I won't keep you on this side tangent too long. I just think that it's about qu- how quick you can get into the parks, how quickly you can get to your car. Because um, I feel like, Either I like to park in the structure and then walk through downtown Disney. I feel like that's faster than the tram. Or I do like the Pumba parking lot, which does take you on a quick little bus ride, but it's very quick. And the parking lot isn't as big as Toy Story. So. Okay. So, yeah, that brings us up to kind of where we are now. There is no, as you said, there's no kind of certain date as to when Disneyland will reopen. Disney World is open in a limited capacity based on the amount of like people that are allowed in and also a number of other precautions. Um, and we want to run through some of that with you now so you know what to expect if you do decide to make that trip. To, yeah, to the parks or we'll kind of walk through some of the stuff that you can do if you're at uh, Disney Disneyland. So we have talked to both employees and guests about this experience of how safe they feel and the resounding answer seemed to be that everybody does feel very safe from a cast member perspective they have the plexiglass you do need to clean at least once an hour usually more it's kind of up to what you're doing they all are required to wear masks they were supplied with both 
the temporary. Um, and then initially they were supplied with one that was a little thicker. This I thought was really cool. If you've been to the parks or seen pictures, you've seen cast members have these like blue and purple, almost look starry-like uh, masks. And they're really pretty. Apparently that was not designed by Disney. It was designed by a cast member. Yeah. And then distributed. I mean, obviously, I think then accelerated production of and, and distributed to yeah. cast members. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that Disney really liked that mask, decided to use it um, around all of the parks. It, apparently, it's very protective and easy to breathe. So that's great. You're also going to find, I think one of the things that I saw a lot of was, or that I that I heard a lot of was, um, that the cast members are taking these regulations seriously. Um, you know, this is, uh, you know, if they, if they see people that are not wearing their masks correctly, even, uh, which I think we, we can all at this point uh, think of times when we've seen people that are wearing them over their mouth, but not also over their nose. Uh, there are cast members that will say, hey, you know, you need to, it needs to be over um, both your mouth and your nose. Um Another interesting thing that I saw was that uh, you're not allowed to take any professional pictures without your mask on. And then, like, also, if you with the ride pictures where, like, um, you're on the ride and it takes a picture of you and at the end you can kind of see or it gets sent to your photo pass or whatever. Um, if there's someone that's not even in your party that has their mask off, that doesn't get sent to your photo pass um, because they're trying to, uh, you know, not just show this image of everyone has to wear a mask, but also to make sure that people are taking it seriously. So if you want to see it, you have to play by their rules. Yes. If you did get the vaccine already, you still need to be wearing your mask in the parks. I think that until, you know, we are all truly uh, vaccinated and the herd immunity is going on, Disney's not going to let up on the mask rule. So no need to ask your cast members because their answers are all going to be the same. Uh, which I think is good. I think that's smart. Not just because, I mean, it it removes the possibility of people trying to game the system. Of like, well, I got it. I didn't. Whatever. Which actually brings me to another a point of where they started something and then changed it. Um, originally, you were uh, you had to keep your mask on at all times unless you're like eating or drinking um, and you could be walking while doing this. But they updated that to where because I think there were too many people that were trying to game the system of like, oh, there's a cast member around. I'm just drinking this uh, right now. So that's why the mask is off. They said that like they would just start they would just start undoing uh, their water bottle like as they would pass a cast member. <laughs> Right. And so now you have to be if you're going to be consuming food or drinking, um, you need to be like seated or standing still or whatever it is. So like no movement without the mask on. They are trying the cast members really have been very attentive at all times possible um, with that. And with the social distancing, they were saying that in the restaurants initially they were way more than six feet. It was more like 12 feet per table and that they took it very, very seriously of how separate can we be um, while keeping guests healthy and not opening all the restaurants that couldn't do so, only opening the ones that had enough room? So and from my experience, though, in uh, Disneyland, I didn't see this as much. Some restaurants seemed like they were doing a better job of the six feet rule than others, which was a bummer. This is downtown Disney, right? This is downtown Disney in Anaheim. I, I'm hoping maybe I was just there on a bad day one time because it wasn't that way every time. But there was one day where I was like, OK, this is just a full restaurant. There's nothing. There's no pandemic, I guess. 
That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, most of the most of the experience we've heard, at least about Disney World, were not that way. So I don't know. Maybe it was just they're still getting things figured out in downtown Disney, or maybe they're not, you know, as good as what people are telling us. You know, it's we are we can only speak to what we've heard and what we've seen. So. Yes. Um. Then now that you know, they do have the sanitizer everywhere. There are markings on the ground to keep you, um, social distance with your party. Uh, at California, they have like hand washing stations, like full little stations. I think they have those in Florida as well. So, and the plexiglass between rides and stuff has, and lines has been added as time has gone on. So, they really are doing as much as they can. There's an announcement telling you all the time to wear your mask. I'm sure that people are frustrated with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Um, it would sound very dystopian, I think, to be there and hear that. Kind oh, of that's, that's what I feel. It's kind of like, Am I not supposed to be here then? Um, yeah, right. And, and you know, one other thing that they've done that I think it makes sense um, is that they have, you know, they, they've reduced the experience, right? Like, I mean, there's not, it's still an experience by all means, but some of the, the queue lines apparently go into different directions now. There's not as much spots where, like, I think I saw that the test track uh, car design part that has been shut off. Um, because they don't want people kind of congregating there. A lot of the live shows aren't performing right now. Um, so it is like, I think you can definitely have a fun time and you can definitely scratch that Disney itch if that's what you're looking for. Um, I, I, there are there just are some things that they're trying to do to make sure that people don't congregate in the same area and that it doesn't become a super spreader kind of um, day at the park. Yes. And the temperature checks. Don't forget that. Right. Always got to get your temperature checked. Um Obviously, it is easier to manage people in the parks than uh, Disney Springs or downtown Disney. It's just mm-hmm. you just don't have as many people to police because there's more nooks and crannies, I think, for people to get away with things. At least this is what we heard. So um, the parks seem to be a little more regulated, but the, Disney is taking a lot of precautions. And from both cast member and guest alike, Everyone seems to feel comfortable. I have not heard any stories of people feeling uncomfortable. And to speak to it, some of the cast members did say too, like, you know, it is obviously there's a lot of this stuff that's going on, but there's different levels of comfort that you can have. And there's if you are someone that wants to make sure you reduce your risk the most, they suggested maybe go to the animal kingdom because it is more outside and a lot of stuff is more spread out and it's like the largest park. So there's, you know, more of, a, of an area to kind of, control your controllables and yeah that, that was a big thing that everyone kind of said well it's kind of up to you how comfortable you feel um i one of the things that was suggested that i liked was food there are what 500 restaurants at disney world something like that oh my god i was like i had no idea there was that many um between the quick service and sit down if you're not comfortable being inside if a table six feet away is going to make you uncomfortable, you're not going to enjoy your meal. And that's not anybody's fault, but, you know, it just might not be the right decision for you to make. So what is suggested is the quick service places because you can always find a spot to eat your quick service food. Um, So if you're a little more nervous about eating close to people and indoors, quick service is the way to go. Yeah, and that makes sense to me. Another thing that the parks you might be used to are the fast passes. Great way to get through. We talk about them a lot, but right now they are not doing them. DAS Pass is still available, but um, the Disability Pass, but the um, the Fast Passes are not. Something thought was interesting. Some guests hated that. Some guests loved that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, 
and you wonder, I, I don't think that a ton of these changes are going to still take uh, effect um, after, if there is an yeah, after. Yeah, po- post-pandemic, uh, yes. Post-pandemic, assuming we get there. Um, but you do wonder if this gives people a chance to reconsider what the fast pass distribution looks like or if there's better ways to do kind of virtual stuff to to kind of reduce crowds in certain areas, if, you know, if that if that will have a lasting effect. I don't know. Oh, virtual, yes. The, the rise of the resistance is still doing boarding groups. That is the one thing that is still kind of fast pass-like. Also, yeah, they have taken the time to reconfigure stuff by taking away my annual pass. That's true. A less a less positive. R.I.P. I I have so many things that I want to say about talking to different people because it really was interesting talking to people about why they work at the parks before even discussing the pandemic. I loved because everyone has a different reason for getting into Disney, but they all kind of have the same reason for staying. And it's because ultimately you can, you know, it isn't just a job. It is, there is something to that Disney magic. There is something that brings people there. And the fact that you have, as a cast member, have the ability to completely change someone's day and impact them is so huge. Yeah. And I think that is a a sentiment that we heard echoed a lot. And I think you're going to find that whether you're talking about the pandemic year or any other year, that the people that work for Disney obviously understand the impact they can have with someone. Um, And I think that is why your experience when you go to these parks uh, can be so positive. You know, we talked about it a little bit um, on last week's episode uh, about your experience going through the Storybook Land Canal Boats where you had a specific guide who was like, you guys are super into it. I'm super into it. Here's all the cool little hidden type stuff. Yeah. And, And I think that that actually... That mentality, which we have seen over and over with every cast member we've talked to, um, is something that honestly makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about potentially going to the parks, too, because I know that as a whole, the company is taking it seriously because the individual people on the ground are taking it seriously. And, you know, I, I, I feel comfortable knowing that, like, if you're not wearing your mask correctly, every employee here is probably also trying to say, hey, that person's not wearing their mask correctly. Um it's, you know, it's more, it's one unified approach towards it versus if I go to the mall, you know, one person, one store is going to be different from another store because they don't have a unified, like, we're all uh, in this together. So here I am, I, I do feel a little bit more comfortable under the, like, big brotherness of uh, the Disney uh, parks at this point. Right. Yeah, that was, I listening to how everyone's like, yeah, I feel safer at Disney than a grocery store. I'm like, well... Dang it. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. So that it was cool hearing how all the cast members really care. And you can even see how much they care by how they operate when the guests are not there. Um, one of the things that we got to talk about was the resorts. And the resorts, I mean, obviously, Disney is good at going above and beyond. But it went from just above and beyond to every room is going to have a VIP service. The cleaning was impeccable. It was almost, it's truly that each room is like it has never been lived in other than like the carpets, but those were still deep clean. Everything was truly deep clean. And I'm like, really, do you believe that? Uh, it was unanimous that it that they really felt clean. It didn't feel like anyone was cutting corners. And part of it is because these, you know, everyone wants to keep their job, so... They're going to do a good job. Yeah, that was a sentiment that we heard too, which I don't know how much I love, but it it kind of makes sense in this instance where they were like, look, if we if we don't execute really well right now, 
then we might not have a job. So it's like we, we especially when people were put on furlough and then came back, then it was like, well, if things, if we can't make this a safe experience and get people back into the parks, then we're going to have to go back on furlough. So right. if, if, if we fail, the company fails. And so therefore we have to be, we have to do a good job at this. Yeah, I think, and coming back, uh, I think the people who were able to come back took it very seriously, understood how lucky they are to come back. Unfortunately, not everyone did, and that was so hard. I Some people found it to be a blessing because they might be able to look for work elsewhere or might be able to collect unemployment, uh, whatever their personal situation might be. Other people, this was this is their life and they're hoping to get back one day, but it, you know, the future is so unclear with how many people they'll be able to bring back. It seemed by everything was by seniority. And that was really the rhyme or reason. That seems to be it. Obviously, Disney's not like telling us. They're like, we picked this person. Yeah. But still, the, the cast members that we were able to talk to that uh, have not been able to go back are still in good spirits and like have favorable feelings about it because of the stuff we mentioned earlier, which was, you know, a lot of coverage on healthcare and um, and things along those lines. So but something that was clear is that cast members, uh, one, everyone is human. So I was like, are you sure people are cleaning? And it's like, okay, well, they're human. I don't, you know, we don't have robots cleaning. Right. So there is that. But something that I think that makes cast members so special, especially to a guest like me or, you know, who has never been a cast member, is how much magic everybody brings to their job and that they can choose to go above and beyond. So, you know... When uh, a guest might come and complain or come to a cast member with a hard situation or even just a question, they're able to take that small thing or large thing and turn it around. Whether it might be a devastating situation, they can turn it into a celebration. Uh, if, if you're dealing with people from all over the world and they might have to bring translators in but they're going to make sure that they're able to communicate with you and give you the best experience. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, a lot of what goes on in these parks and the cast member interactions are it's part of the hospitality service or part of the hospitality industry. Right. And so they're wanting to create uh, memorable experiences for you. And they're wanting to make sure that you have a really positive experience, even the people that are having to deal with some very difficult situations. And so they, from what we've been able to tell, they've been really empowered to do that. So, so feel comfortable if you do decide to go to these parks, that even if something bad happens, um, you're still going to be getting that attention and that care that you would expect um, out of kind of an interaction with someone at the Disney parks. Yeah, they said that a lot of, um, you do have some guests complaining, like, well, why aren't you fully open? And it's, you know, they cannot answer that for you. Um, but yeah. a lot of the interactions with guests have been, thank you. Thank you for reopening. Thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you for making me feel safe. Absolutely. And we also even heard, you know, from people that have been to the parks as well that have gone to, um, you know, Walt Disney World, uh, obviously, um, and, and, and experience it. And some people that have been multiple times because that's, you know, kind of how they felt. Uh, they felt things were being handled well enough to want to go back a couple of different times. I think people who live, um, who are who live in Florida that seems to be a much more convenient experience because it isn't getting on a plane and necessarily having to make as big of an ordeal about it. You're able to just drive over. But the but the people who have gone multiple times kind of expressed that, yeah, there were times where the beginning, very, very slow, 
Um, and then a big peak around the holidays. Now it's evening out a little bit, but, you know, still a little bit more people than there was in the beginning. But they're able to do things like Peter Pan, which always has an hour plus wait, down to 15, 20 minutes. So a ride they don't usually get to ride that they enjoy, they're able to. Yeah, but they did say, too, that, like, the the days of almost no crowds are, are, are starting to be numbered um, as people are feeling more comfortable and starting to go back. Uh, so, you know, if you... If that's what you're looking for, um, you probably want to go sooner rather than later. But I would encourage you to to think about it uh, from a safety perspective and not just how many times can you go on uh, Space Mountain. But, you know, I'm not judging. Oh, we did ask if any cast members were aware of any cases that have happened in Disney, if there was any reported, any gossip. And the answer was no. Yeah. And I look, I don't know if I believe that. I think uh, I, I I believe that the people that told us that believe that. Um, but I don't think that we can take that necessarily as truth of fact. Um, but the truth that I do believe is that we haven't heard of any large super spreader things that have happened from the parks. And we definitely would have if that were the case. So is there a possibility that you can contract the coronavirus if you go to Disney World? Of course. Oh, yeah, of course. It, it, I mean, people could have been sick, got there, you know, or it, it, there's a, a number of things. But it was, you know, there weren't any, like, secret cases that happened behind the scenes that people knew about or cast right. members getting right. really sick or, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, that that is encouraging because there are certainly some things that have happened that we do we can directly tie cases to so uh that are not at disney um so to hear that that's the case where there's assumingly a num a large number of people that are going in and out every day that's good yeah um i would suggest obviously bringing your own sanitizer your wipes your own water um if just in case there's going to also be a lot more outside weights because they're having to spread these lines out more than normal. They're also, you're not, don't expect to see a lot of the entertainment shows that you usually see, fireworks or parades. Or even the character meet and greets. Apparently those are really reduced now as well, because of obviously they, they're trying to reduce the number of people that are packing into one general spot. There, there is something I think is really cute. It isn't a meet and greet, but like a lot of the characters will be out and about doing things. And you can take pictures from afar, like, um, Chip and Dale were like hiding behind trees and messing with kids and things like that that I don't think they ever had the characters do before. And I hope that those kind of things they keep because it's really fun and exciting. And that memory is going to stick with the kid more than this picture sometimes. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. Yeah, I, I, w- I would pr- almost prefer to catch uh, to quote unquote catch the characters doing something uh, that seems more fun than being like, oh, and here I am with the character. It's right. Like, okay, who cares? Right. I think that's really cool. So yeah, in summation, it seems like uh, Disney World is doing a lot of stuff to make it pretty safe, and the people that are going also feel like they had a pretty safe time. It, ultimately, it's still up to you know whether or not you feel like those things are enough um, for for you you to want to go. Uh, and I think that that's worth talking about too. So, how did you feel after talking to these cast members and people that have gone to the parks? Did it change your perception, Kelly, or uh, did it just kind of confirm what you'd already felt? Um, yeah, what do you what do you think once once we had uh, more information to work with? This is what I'll say for the people who are going to Disney World for the first time and choose to go now because Disneyland might be closed. I'd recommend waiting. I think that if you want to experience Disney World and experience Disney World, wait. Okay, cool. Now you can't try to get me to go. You've been before. 
uh, when I was a kid. I don't remember any of it. Oh, my God. Well, you, you're not going to go till like, eight opens up a little more anyway. So, pish posh. Once you have the vaccine. Um, then, I would say, though, for people who are comfortable, who might live close, I mean, it seems like they're doing a really good job. I'm jealous that I didn't go in the beginning. I feel like now we're... We're at almost at the light of the tunnel-ish, so I I feel like I should wait a little longer, even though it is so tempting after talking to everybody. I wouldn't be the kind of person who would be comfortable eating indoors. It's okay if, you know, if you are and feel fine. Uh, it sounds like Disney is doing a good job making people feel safe in those environments. But I... It was like crushing my heart a little bit to talk to people and be like, oh, it's it feels so close yet so far. So definitively no for you you're not going to go until you get the vaccine i i just feel so close to you know no that's cool i think that makes sense i mean i know your answer well yeah you do know my answer but i i kind of feel like if i were in your shoes i might go i mean i think having heard all this type of stuff and having looked into it a little bit more and now with a little bit more familiarity of sort of like what are safe practices and what aren't i think there are ways to go to disney world and stay pretty safe you won't get to do everything that you would want to do with a typical trip, um, but that's to be understood. Uh, so I think going somewhere like Animal Kingdom and just going and walking around and seeing what's there and then, you know, deciding then if you feel like it's okay to uh, go on an attraction or something like that. Totally understandable. Uh, cut to next week when I'm like, okay, well, I'm recording Slice of Disney from Walt Disney World. <laughs> I mean, I was I was going to say, I feel like you should feel comfortable to go. Um but you committed to it already on air. And so that's why I asked you before I gave you the spiel. Honestly, that question is like making me way more stressed than it should. Like, it's just a question. And I'm like, oh, I don't I have to have a real answer. Um, <laughs> well, that's why you come to the Slice of Disney for the real answers. Oh, it's all real. It's very legit and real. I would say if you've been before, maybe um, maybe if you're comfortable, you could go. I do think Disney's doing a good job. If you haven't been to Disney, I just think you should wait till you get the full experience. It's just not going to be the same. And I I don't want you to judge it. I don't. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, I don't think they're really offering any discounts. So like, <laughs> you're yeah, getting still less. Disney. Yeah, you're getting less, but you're paying the same amount. So why not wait? That would be my my take on it. Uh, until then, you can listen to us and watch Disney movies. And I think it'll be so sweet when we're able to go and experience that magic with no precautions. What a what a day yeah. that will be. What a day. So, yeah, that's the experience of people that we got to talk to. If you have your own experience uh, that might be different or that you would just like to share with us, we'd love to hear it. So please reach out to us. Um, you can do so by reaching out on social media at Slice of Disney on Instagram and Facebook and Slice underscore of underscore Disney on Twitter. You could also email us at sliceofdisneypod at gmail.com. Um, you could leave a little YouTube comments if you want to. We recently launched a YouTube channel, Slice of Disney. Uh, subscribe to that. Um, the more subscribers we have, the more that we that YouTube lets us do. So yeah, that's we'll get to do true. So we can do like some cool live stuff if we wanted to. And as we mentioned last week, our website and Patreon were coming to life. So uh, you should be able to go now. Yeah, yeah. So go check it out. We're gonna do some cool stuff, including uh, some movie nights, um, some extra. Uh, bonus podcasts coming your way including one that 
including one that we're very excited to record this week, which might even have some fan interaction Ooh. components to it. So yeah, we're, we're really excited to bring you bring you more of that kind of content. Uh, yeah, and if uh, if you uh, have any thoughts, questions, concerns, any Disney fun facts for us, always come our way. And we'll be thinking of all of you this week and to all of the cast members out there. Uh, we're sending you so much love and cannot wait to see you again. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye.